This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Every time I step on the field, I'm proving myself, you know, whether it's a preseason game, a regular season game, practice, a playoff game, um, I want to go out there and play well. You know, this is just another opportunity to do that. This is a this is a team game. There's no question. Um, but at the same time, do I know that when the quarterback plays good, you got a better chance to win the game? Absolutely. So I uh, I'm always trying to go out there, you know, play as good a football as I possibly can, help our team win. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, with you. On a football Friday, we get set for Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. Coming up 20 minutes, we're going to Eddie Egros of FanDuel and uh, and more ways to win. He's going to be with us talk about all these games and angles. We'll have a Calcutta coming up. We'll make our um, kind of dive into a, a um, you know, kind of picking each team and, and and going through it at 1120. And then, end of the show, our lightning bets. We're going to we're gonna continue or have a contest throughout the postseason. Our three best bets, sides, props, and we'll uh, kind of tally up all the standings at the end. So I'm excited for that with lightning bets coming up. But, Joe, we just heard from Matthew Stafford there, the quarterback of the Rams. So let's start there, and then we'll circle back to Sunday Night Football, which we haven't hit on yet today. So Monday night, Cardinals at the Rams. The number is at 3.5 right now. The Rams are favored by 3.5, 49.5 on the total. Two teams that it's impossible to trust. Two teams that, when they've been at their best this year, have certainly looked like Super Bowl contenders. I mean, the Rams had that early in the season. So did the Cardinals. They both fell off. Rams came back. I don't know if the Cardinals ever came back. Did the Cardinals ever come back from their downfall? They beat the Cowboys in Dallas a couple weeks ago. But I feel like the Rams did bounce back from their malaise. They won four or five in a row, even though it wasn't always pretty. Cardinals never felt like they came back to me. They just beat Dallas, and then last week they lost to Seattle at home. Of the two, I trust the Rams more. And I say that knowing I wouldn't trust either of these quarterbacks or teams as far as I could throw them. I can't agree with you there because the staff trust the Cardinals. I, they won games in spite of Stafford's horrendous play in the last few games. They were winning, but if, right. he, if he continues that, they're not going to last long. No, oh, I don't trust either of them. <laughs> that's been my handicap all week. I hate them both. They both stink right now. And that Cardinals win that you mentioned over the Cowboys, while it was impressive, they were as touchdown underdogs on the road. There were some drives that really stalled. They mm-hmm. they were better, not as many penalties. Solid on you go to Dallas and you give up only twenty two points. That that's why I'm I still have concerns about that Dallas offense. But I I don't think either of them completely broke out of it. 
I mean, keep this in mind, and it's a good point by Ed Fang. In the middle of the year, when we're doing our weekly power rankings, I don't think any of us did, but you could have made a case, and I'm sure some of the national sites did, that the Cardinals were number one and the Rams were number two in the NFL. And sure. now, now there are a couple of teams that – I mean, Cardinals 7-0. The Rams were 7-1. Did they break out of it going 5-4 since the 7-1 and one start, the Rams? I don't think so. The Cardinals were 4-5 and five over, uh, over that same stretch. Well, the Cardinals so are also that, two and five over their last seven. Yeah, no, I mean, I hate so them I, equally. Just looking at the <laughs> I look at the Cardinals. I looked at the Cardinals' schedule this morning, and and two things stood out. So that game against the Cowboys, they got a couple breaks. They won, and and they they earned their win. They won twenty five twenty two. So if that game flips the other way, Cowboys win that game by a field goal. We are talking mm-hmm. about a Cardinals team that is heading into yeah. the playoffs on a five game losing streak, and their only win in two months is against the bears that's brutal <laughs> i know she get fired for that one uh, been it, brutal. It, again a kingsbury team fading but this is boy you want to talk about the parallels here mcveigh's teams have been fading ever since he made the super bowl the second half of the year it is not the same team compared to the first half all of the offensive numbers from the genius just seem to take a complete nosedive I can't wait to see which Stafford we get. Which one are we going to get here? Because there were people early in the season that were trying to make a case that he belongs in the MVP conversation. We know that's not reality. but And then at the end, he was just so terrible for them. He put them in some bad, bad spots. Uh, the the news yesterday with J.J. Watt, when, when the team is willing to share, very limited. Doesn't that sound like he's not playing? Not ready yet. Yep. Yeah. It yeah, sounds like next what, week. If, if they get through, maybe next week. That's what I thought. And so how is McVay going to handle this? Is his ego going to be in the way that Stafford is so much better than Goff? And I've heard some make the case that maybe he's, he's not that much better than what we saw out of Goff. But is he his ego going to be there and say, no, 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 I made the right call. This was a massive upgrade. It is Stafford time while he's played some poor football going into the postseason. Does he stick more pass-heavy? Or a guy with fresh legs like Cam Akers coming off the injury, does he does he begin to go more run heavy in this spot? Let's just get out of here with a with a divisional win, uh, win in the playoffs. Yeah, it's a great question. You know what's interesting about expectation and and how we we kind of parse that versus reality. I mean, Stafford mm-hmm. did struggle at the end, and it's hard to trust Matthew Stafford. He's, you know, he's never won a playoff game in his career. But you look at his numbers. It's <laughs> a long career. I know. I mean, he did have 67% completion. He threw 41 touchdowns, and he had 102.9 passer rating. Like, yeah. he did do some good things. And if I were to answer the question or kind of what you were throwing out, he's certainly better than the current version of Jared Goff. He's certainly better than the version of Jared Goff that won a playoff game last year and lost the second round. But the question I have is, is he two first-round picks better than the Goff that once existed? No. Nope. I don't think he is, the one that went to the Mm-mm. Super Bowl. Now, he's maybe a little bit better than that guy, but that's really what this all comes down to. Are they going to win playoff games with Matthew Stafford? That's why you trade for him. They, they could have won 10 games the regular season with Jared Goff on that team. That yeah. wasn't the issue. It was it was winning playoff games. I think it's interesting to watch Kyler in his first playoff game. Uh, he's healthy, which is fun, and we, where that makes this game exciting. I do wonder about him. I, I don't like I, I've been saying all week, I don't wonder about Joe Burrow. I know he's a rookie. I think he'll be fine. 
I have been down on Kyler Murray and his the way he like just reacts to bad stuff for a long time. I just can you see him down body language? The, oh, I want to hear a young Joe G in Jay Cutler's prime. Oh, I was ripping him all the time. <laughs> that guy was pouting and crying in bad situations. Can, can you imagine down four a minute to go? Kyler Murray gets sacked, gets up, and finishes a drive and scores a touchdown. I can't see. I need to see it to believe it. On Aaron Donald and Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. I don't see it. And we just Are saw you on the Rams? three weeks. I feel like I'm leaning towards the Rams. Ooh. I wish it was three. I wish it was three, but. I don't think we'll get there, but it has no. been bouncing between four and three and a half, which is interesting. And it's uh, it's a higher total game. Do you think we're going to see a high scoring game? Elements, obviously, uh, not a factor here. I do. I hope we get a shootout to end the weekend. That'd be fun because I don't think Dallas 49ers certainly could have a lot of points. I don't think we're getting a lot of points in the other four games. Raiders, Bengals, I'd be surprised if both teams are in the upper 20s. We Patriots, Bills, we both think that's a lower scoring game. The weather could impact Philadelphia, Tampa, and the style of the Eagles lends itself to lower scoring. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, which we'll touch on in a second here, please. I mean, one yeah. team's not going to come to the party. So this is our best chance at like a real playoff shootout. We'll have a full breakdown on Monday with this one yes. and tons of player props because that's probably the way that I'll be betting it more so than the side and or total. It is interesting as we transition to Sunday night game that we're going to come in here Monday. And like usually on a Monday – we're set mm-hmm. for the divisional round. We won't be. Like we'll still have a game. That's kind of cool. Will the other will the other NFC matchup be set? Or yeah, is it gonna I be up in the air depending on the winner? I think they did it this way because this is four or five. Right? Four yeah. or five is not independent like as long as you know who won seven or two, right? That's as as, set. When the, yeah, when the Eagles Bucks game is over, we'll know where this team goes in their next round. Okay. Sunday night football, Steelers and the Chiefs. The number has been sitting at 12 and a half. Chiefs are the favorite, 46 and a half the total. If you're like our buddy Joe Gallant and you want to sprinkle something on the Steelers, five to one on the Steelers. No. Plus 500 in a playoff game. You know, I mean, that's rare. No. No, I'm not doing it either. Anything happen? Anything can happen. No. Do you think Andy Reid bet it? Playing like a one seed. He if he really believes that. that, then they're better than the Chiefs. The Chiefs and are Andy two took, here. Andy took the Steelers plus 12 and a half. He's, <laughs> He knows. No, man, no. This is this is going to be gross. We just saw this game, and that was without Kelsey and very little Tyreek Hill. Right. Uh, yeah, this is. I now there have been lulls in the season for the Chiefs offensively. Can we see that? And can that, you know, help Pittsburgh just hang around a little bit? And when I say hang around, I'm talking ten points because that's cover them covering the points spread. And I think this is going to climb throughout the week. It wouldn't. Uh, we'll get to 13. I don't know if we'll get to 14. We might, though. We might, though, by the time we get to Sunday night. We could. It wouldn't shock me. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine a lot of money's going to come in on the other side. I mean, I know it's a big number, but... They're getting, uh, Joe, Pittsburgh's getting support right now, which is mind-blowing to me. That's why it's not budging off 12 and a half. So, I, I saw this this morning. I went back and looked. Like I was trying to figure out how many times I've seen this matchup. How many times has Mahomes gone against Mike Tomlin? That's interesting. You know, the defensive mind for the Steelers... Mahomes and Reed, the great offensive side. So they faced each other twice. This year was one of them. I can't remember what year the other one was. But in the, in the Patrick Mahomes' career, he's faced the Steelers twice. Two games, Joe. 80% completion, nine touchdowns, zero picks. So whatever oh, Tomlin's drawn up, it's not working. KC minus seven, KC minus 12 and a half. You with me? Yes. I already put the minus seven in. Uh, that's it. Yeah. We're good there. Yep. 
Yep, I agree. 100%. I don't think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to go either, and they should not need him. No, I, I would be wary of props in this game for the uh, Chiefs side. They, they, they've had some guys that are banged up. You know, Hill's got the uh, the heel. Kelsey has been, you know, banged up. He's older now. Couldn't you see Andy Reid thinking big picture here if they're up in the second half? What's the point of running the score up? I'm uh, wondering if we should take a look at Pringle. Hmm. I know the other guys are going to be back on the field, but he did score two touchdowns against Pittsburgh just a few weeks ago. Plus 230. All right, I'm going to think about that. I wonder what the snap percentage is going to be for him. That's that's the big concern. Right, how many times is he going to be out there? Yeah. Um, plus 360 on a Kansas City defensive touchdown, by the way. Oh, Ooh. Big Ben I mean, getting hit. Can so you are we going to feel sorry for him? Is that what's going to happen? Like the nope. arena. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I will not. This feels like Jaguars, Dolphins, 1999. Marino loses 62-7, to and that's the end for him. It, that's it, what it is. Yeah, it could get really ugly. All right, coming up yeah. on the other side, we're going to have our buddy Ed Egros from FanDuel join us. Very interested to see what he thinks about the six games this weekend. The dogs. Is it too much love for the dogs? How about those favorites? We'll talk to Ed Egros of FanDuel coming up on the other side. This is BetQL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.